0: The words money laundering and the Vatican should never, ever go together, but unfortunately in the past half century, those words have been found together all too frequently in the headlines of major news outlets. Unfortunately, I have the duty of reporting today that a scandal that has been on the back burner for the last few years is blowing up into a full-blown money laundering scandal, and it involves the office of the Pope, the trust of the Lady, and of course, In the heart of it are the likes of cardinal world and former cardinal mccarrick though they don't figure prominently in today's story but it is the story that never dies it seems and unfortunately things are only going to get worse from here so let's have a look at the money laundering scheme that is now causing chaos for team francis The story is by now familiar in 2014 officials in the vatican pressed the papal foundation and other charitable organizations Cough up an astonishing 50 million euros in funds to help save an Italian hospital from financial ruin. The Papal Foundation had never prior at given such a gigantic award, but in the end it ended up providing a large portion of the requested money. That's bad enough, but now we have some new details that emerge from that surround Cardinal Pietro Perlin, the Cardinal Secretary of State oversees the financials of the Vatican. A new report in Catholic media has found that a 50 million euro loan was taken by the Vatican in 2014 to facilitate the purchase of a scandal-ridden Italian hospital. And that loan was originally funded by another loan from a children's hospital under Vatican authority. And that hospital is primarily funded by the Italian state. Last month, Cardinal Parolin told Catholic media that he had been responsible for overseeing the 50 million euro loan from APSA, the Vatican's central bank, which was then used to help purchase the Instituto Derma Pataco dell'immacolata the IDI hospital, I know I pronounced that name wrong, a bankrupt hospital in Rome with a history of fraudulent financial activity. Including activity linked to the Vatican. That sounds totally like something the Vatican should be investing in, right? Well, here are the details from Edward Penton of the National Catholic Register. Quote, Document shows the Vatican officials concealed the origin of the loan by forcing the Bambino Gesù to deposit the funds with APSA, the Vatican Department also responsible for real estate management, in the form of a certificate of deposit issued by APSA itself. This usually takes the form of a no-risk loan to be repaid within a fixed time. APSA then used the CD as collateral to guarantee the loan to the IDI, which went to the congregation. The plan made it look as if APSA, rather than the Bambino Gesu Hospital, which is a well-respected children's hospital in Italy, mostly funded by the Italian state, was providing the financing to the CFIC, IDI's owner, something unlikely to have been allowed in view of the Children's Hospital being mostly state funded. End quote. So, observers are calling that money laundering. And remember, Cardinal Perillin, functionally the vice pope, said he was responsible for the financial transactions involved in this controversy. Something is rotten in the Cardinal Secretary of State's office, but truth be told, that office has been the source of scandal for decades, regardless of who is the office holder at the moment. Most of the Vatican's financial scandals involve the Secretary of State's office, and there have been a lot of those scandals in the last 50 years, with the Vatican Bank at the heart of accusations of corruption. Edward Penton provides more details. Quote, The overall loan and guarantee transaction was executed covertly by APSA, shielded from the eyes of the public, an informed source told the register. APSA didn't lend the money to the Luigi Monti Foundation or to IDI. Formerly, it was lent to the Congregation, CFIC, who in turn instructed APSA to pay it out of their account to the Foundation, who is all smoke and mirrors. A March 2015 confirmation slip, seen by the Register, documents the fund's transfer from the Congregation to the Foundation. According to other documents seen by the Register, in 2016, the Bambino Gesu's current president, Mariella Anach, asked Cardinal Domenico Calcagano, the president of APSA, to liquidate the CD and return the 50 million euros to the children's hospital. End quote. So in other words, this was purposefully done in a deceitful manner and kept from the eyes of the watching public. Now I have to ask, when are the people in the Vatican going to be held account for their involvement in this? Probably never, at least not, on, not in this earthly life. And that would be tragic if we weren't already so used to the corruption of the Vatican that it's become tiresome expecting the enabling Pope to do anything about this. But this brings us back to another story. Do you remember Cardinal Pell? Prior to his being, dis- his being charged with an almost impossible-to-pull-off claim of assault, Pell had been dismissed from his post investigating financial fraud at the Vatican. Shortly after his dismissal, he had absurd charges leveled against him in Australia. Was the Secretary of State's office involved in the Pell mess? Did they use diplomatic pressure or connections to go after Pell to make him go away? It's reported that Pell was finding billions of euros hidden away in various secret funds in the Vatican. He had been doing his job very well and was doing something that money launderers cannot have done under any circumstances. He was was providing a balance of books that are actually accurate. Here's an example from the Catholic News Agency. They report that as far back as 2014, money had been possibly laundered from a Swiss bank and used to fund shady real estate transactions to the tune of 200 million euros. But it gets better. From the Catholic News Agency. On November 4th, Catholic News Agency reported that in 2015, Cardinal Angelo Becciu attempted to disguise 200 million loans in Vatican balance sheets by canceling them out against the value of the property purchased in the London neighborhood of Chelsea, an accountant maneuver prohibited by financial policies approved by Pope Francis in 2014. The attempt to hide the loans off the books was detected by the Prefecture for the Economy, then led by Cardinal George Pell. Senior officials at the Prefecture for the Economy told CNA that when Pell began to demand details of the loans, especially those involving BSI, then-Archbishop Becciu called the cardinal in to the Secretariat of State for a reprimand. Becciu summoned the cardinal. Summoned him, one senior official told CNA. Pell was supposed to be the ultimate authority in monitoring and authorizing all Vatican official business, answerable only to to Pope Francis, but Becciu shouted at him like he was an inferior. Becciu reportedly told Pell the cardinal was interfering in sovereign business, by looking into the Secretary's dealings with BSI. Cardinal Pell was given to understand that as far as Beccio was concerned, the prefect was basically an administrative clerk and a rubber stamp, and no more. End quote. Shortly thereafter, Pell raised the attempt to disguise the loans of the Council for the Economy, a Vatican agency led by Cardinal Reinhard Marx of Munich, whose job it is to deal with fin- final oversight of Vatican financial transactions. CNA reported that a senior curial source told them that the issue was noted, but no action was taken by the council, despite the highly irregular nature of the arrangement. In 2018, Pell was dismissed by the Vatican and thanked for his service. He then returned to Australia and was suddenly charged with utterly illogical and impossible to commit crimes, as described in court. Who could pull the strings to tar him with the worst accusations a priest can be tarred with today? Well, the Secretary of State's office is one such office that has the kind of international diplomatic pull, especially since the Aussies had been literally advertising in newspapers for years at that point for someone to accuse Pell of something and to come forward. I'm serious about that. Patrick Coffin has a good interview recently with an Australian media official who goes into the details of this kangaroo court, so to speak. The the legal authorities literally ran a fishing expedition against Cardinal Pell. But Pell is a subject for another time, most likely after his final appeal is dealt with by the Australian Supreme Court. But for now, it is clear that the Cardinal Secretary of State's office is rotten. Is Cardinal Perlund a money-launderer? Did he act on the orders of Francis? Why was the Vatican trying to prop up a hospital that has been at the center of money-laundering and financial fraud allegations for years before Francis came to power? Is anyone going to be held accountable for all of this? This scandal could be huge, but like so many other I- other issues going on today, there will be little coverage. If you want a good idea of the scope of Vatican financial problems, go watch my last video on the Vatican Bank, where I briefly outlined the history of the financial scandals of that corrupt body. Any way you cut it, the powers that be in Rome need to do some serious investigations into the office of the Cardinal Secretary of State. <laughs> but I doubt that'll happen anytime soon. But let me know what you think of this in the comments below. And as always, thank you for listening and keep praying for the Church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.